0: the accounting influencers podcast cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews insights and wisdom from the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world the accounting influencers podcast and a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners Dex.com. they wear receipt bank they've been through a great rebound there's a lot of great stuff going on there martin isn't there a Dex.
1: You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T dot com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful, with better data and insights. Those three illustrative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to
0: dext.com. That's D E X T.com and start a free trial or book a demo. Love that. Dext gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients' businesses. So your accountants get over to dext.com. Thank you. So it's our Here's What Works section. This is a practical segment of our daily accounting influencers podcast where We picked the brains of Martin Bissett, who's been in this game almost a quarter of a century, telling accounting practitioners how to grow their firms. And uh, Martin, we're looking this week at the whole price issue. We've visited it in various forms, but uh, they say price is only ever an objection in the absence of value. So unpack this a little bit for us. What are you going to talk about today? Yeah, So price sensitivity on this one. So a familiar cry from a practitioner's
1: office is it came down to price. It was only on price. So whether a client stays or leaves, whether a prospect joins or doesn't join, it's purely on price. And, and there is a belief or a myth that uh, accountants tell themselves that there really is only price differentiates differentiate in the prospect's minds between them and anyone else. Now, if that is true, then that means that only the cheapest will ever win. And we know that's not right. So here's what works, guys. Here's the insight, first of all. If we have a prospective client or indeed an existing client who decides whether or not to join us, stroke stay with us, based solely on price, and that really is the case in reality, then we have failed to educate their decision-making process.
0: And if they are an existing client, Martin, this could be an upgrade to a more premium service or buying an additional service line, couldn't it? It could be using the firm's wealth management. It
1: could be the migration to the cloud. It could be any number of things that you want the client to do. And if they are truly, and not many are truly based on price alone, but if they are truly based on price alone, then it's us who haven't educated. So think about this many will say, many, many firms will tell me that they have lost out on a client due to price, but very few will admit that they won it because they were the cheapest firm. So how does that work? You always lose out because somebody was cheaper, but you never won it because you're the cheapest. So how can you ever won clients if you were never the cheapest, and it's always the cheapest that wins? That doesn't stack up. So when we demonstrate our impact on their business, the client's business, we're not talking about a commodity purchase of compliance work, which is what a normal accounting sell is. We're talking about an investment made by the client in future lifestyle, in future peace of mind, and in eventual successful exit from that business. That's the point of paying for your firm to come and take place of the existing accountant. You're selling a better future, aren't you, in many respects? You are. And almost, depending on how good you are, dear listener, a better now. So not just a better tomorrow, but a better now in that you will take many of the headaches away straight away as the very first things you look at on behalf of working for that client
0: so as you're about to tell us here's what works on working with prospects that are buying exclusively on price we're not trying to turn accounting practitioners into sales people here at martin that's not why they signed up but they do have a selling persuading helping prospects make their mind up roll to what they do don't they
1: yeah absolutely if you are a rugby fan and you want to buy sky tv you look at the price of sky tv Sky TV value stacks, and it says to you 31 Premier League games and 115 F1 things, and that may not register with you because you're a rugby fan. You want to know what the rugby is. And then if they say exclusive coverage of your rugby team, that's when you pay the price. That's when price sensitivity goes away because they've hit what it is you wanted. Okay, In the car showroom, and no, I'm not likening accounting to car purchasing, but in the car showroom. It's, well, it's got a six-speed deluxe gearbox. I don't care. Well, it's fitted with additional safety features. I don't care. Well, as a single man, it will help you get the woman of your dreams. How much is it? (laughs) So they've hit the reason why you want the car now, and all of a sudden, the price sensitivity has lessened or dissipated altogether. So here's the recommendation on what works, guys. If you want to eradicate price sensitivity from your conversations with clients and prospects alike, make your firm's value proposition to that client or prospect so compelling that price becomes a secondary consideration to your potential client or prospect as a result. Because the what they are going to get outweighs what they've got to do to
0: get it. How do they go about making a proposition so compelling? Obviously, we haven't got the time to go into this in detail and there's a lot to it, Martin, but a couple of pointers for the accounting practitioners listening. Investigative questions. So many practitioners believe they have to know all
1: the answers, otherwise they will look a fool in front of the client. Not true. You have to know all the questions to ask. You have to know how to unlock. You have to know how to empathize. You have to know how to discover. So basically the skill is in knowing the questions to ask, how did you feel when that happened? What is the outlook now? What is the consequence of this not happening? How are you planning to go and get that goal over there? What's going to, you know, what's going to impact you on this? What is the, the outlook for three years? And did you think you were going to be here five years ago? And all of those types of questions are what opens up the prospect who generally hasn't been asked those questions before to say, finally, I get to explain why I'm doing this to someone who cares And when you can do that, you can match your firm's service lines to the needs expressed by the prospect or client. And that's where the compulsion starts to take place.
0: But is that coachable, Martin, or is that an innate curiosity that these accountants and CPAs must have? If you don't care about your client, get out of private practice. There it is. So and here's what works, Martin. Wrap this up. If accounting practitioners are finding that the people that they are talking to are price hunting, looking for a cheap deal, looking for a basic service, what should they do? So price sensitivity is a symptom,
1: not a cause. Okay. So it may be that you've got the wrong type of prospect for your practice and what you want, and it may be that you haven't educated them as to what you can really do for them. It's normally the second one. It's rarely the first one. So when it is that they are priced, they appear to be price sensitive, it means we haven't educated. It means they don't understand. Just exactly what impact you can have. So ask the questions that open up the needs that allow you to find the solutions.
0: Brilliant. And I would add to that, that natural curiosity, that innate desire to find out where they are right now, where they want to go, that's going to help you. And storytelling, Marty, we've touched on this before, that ability to paint a picture of a better future and even a better now, being able to articulate that as the accountant, that's going to help.
1: It's always a stronger situation if you can point to uh, precedence to say, look, you're not the first person to go through this. Three years ago, we helped so-and-so do that. And, and if you can draw parallels, it's that that's very, very powerful from the practitioner's point of view. But not every firm can do that because they're going to start somewhere. So let's start by caring. Then we win the client. That gives us the evidence, and the evidence can then be leveraged on future opportunities.
0: Love that. That is what works on price sensitivity in your prospects. Have a great day. Thank you to our special sponsors, iris.co.uk. Martin, you saw a great video just recently from Iris, didn't you?
1: Yeah, what I think people don't understand about Iris is they were ahead of the game for MTD Phase 1 because they were the first software vendor to be listed as approved by the HMRC for MTD filing. And guess what? They're fully prepared for the next. So they've got an MTD webinar on demand that you can catch up with at any time.
0: Rob, where do they go to to see this? It's iris.co.uk forward slash MTD webinar. That sounds Making Tax Digital for our international listeners. And there's some great stuff there that you need to know to guide you through the whole Making Tax Digital Initiative. So iris.co.uk forward slash MTD webinar. Right, Martin?
1: That's right. So wherever you are in your journey, at Iris know that they have the knowledge and tools to help you in the next steps. That's iris.co.uk forward slash MTD webinar.